It is Friday, October 21st in the NBA, and I'm back with my favorite picks today. I got my best bet of the day, a spread pick, three more player props, and the first iteration of First Basket Friday, where we take a guy to score the first basket in his game. It's plus 650 odds. Stick around for that. My name's Austin from Calling Our Shot. Let's recap yesterday. Solid winning day. Our best bet of the day, our one and a half unit play. Anthony Davis, over 24 and a half points, cashes with ease. We didn't need the injury scare, but hey, what, how else are you going to cash an Anthony Davis prop without an injury in there? That our only, only other play was Drew Holiday's over in points plus assists, but that guy shot two for 15. He had no chance, but let's take, keep it moving. Let's have another winning day again today. If you're new, my name's Austin. If you want to hit that subscribe button down below, I would certainly appreciate it. We're closing in on 50,000 subscribers. Thank you guys all so much for 45,000. Now, we, before I hop in, I do have a note. Our NFL Week 7 Best Bets video, already live on the channel. Go check out that. And then as a, a lot of people that are maybe are new to the channel, if they're returning, you guys might know that I do normally post a parlays and player props video for the NFL today, Fridays at 12 p.m. noon Eastern time. That video is going to be postponed until Saturday evening, 6 p.m., not a lot of lines out for the NFL, so I didn't want to force a pick a video out. So you'll see that Saturday night. You can get ready for that for the NFL slate. Let's hop into my best bit of the day, though. One and a half units. It's going to be a guy by the name of Desmond Bain. We're taking his over two and a half assists, minus 125 on DraftKings. Now, now this line, I don't anticipate going to three and a half. I don't mind playing him for four plus assists at plus 174. Probably wouldn't play this two and a half assist line higher than minus 145, unless maybe you have like some... DraftKings odd reducer or something of that nature. Now, Desmond Bain, a lot of you might be out there and be like, who the heck's Desmond Bain? Why are we throwing one and a half units on him? Two and a half assist line. What's the deal here? Desmond Bain, isn't that guy just a guy that goes out there and shoots a ton? And well, yes, he does shoot a lot. And I don't mind his points prop today. I think assist is a pretty good one. Now, Bain, starting shooting guard for the Grizzlies. And actually, he has a pretty good shooting night tonight. He had a terrible one in the first game against the Knicks. So I think he shoots better tonight. But in that game against the Knicks, what was big? six assists and the biggest part about him getting six assists anyone can luck into six assists just ask bruno fernando who had seven in their first game for the rockets the biggest thing though mr bain 15 potential assists which is right behind mr john morant on the team and he made 51 passes the second most on the team now if you know the grizzlies if you're a grizzlies fan or maybe you don't know anything about him they obviously made some moves this offseason kyle anderson he's out of there d'anthony melton he's out of there in philadelphia and look, they're down Dylan Brooks today. He's doubtful. Jaron Jackson Jr. is out. So ultimately, this team comes down to John Morant, and they need other guys to make plays. And I think Desmond Bain is going to be that guy that steps up. It's going to be John Morant, Tyus Jones, Desmond Bain, three guys that are going to pass. And this is going to be a pretty good matchup today as they take on the Rockets. Again, over under 231. All we're asking for is three assists out of Desmond Bain. I certainly think he's capable because this is a Rockets team that just gave up 30 assists to the Atlanta Hawks. Now, that was the DeJounte Murray who had 11. Trey Young had 13. But at the end of the day, they're going to give up 20, 25 assists a game. And all of them can't go to John Morant. And I think we should see Desmond Bain have a pretty good game. Now, if it's worth noting, Desmond Bain, last time he took on the Rockets, Career high, seven assists. And he's actually hit this over in five of seven career games First, Houston. These were all last year or the, over the past two years. Ultimately, Bain's going to have to go out there. He's hit this over in 15 of his last 25 games. And maybe this is a one-game sample size against the Knicks where we saw him have 15 potential assists. He had six total assists. But I think he's going to have to continue to go out there, create shots for his teammates. The Rockets don't play a whole lot of defense. So unless Desmond Bain is having a career night with like 40-plus points and not passing it, I think he's going to continue to pass it, get his teammates to open the ball. Maybe Steven Adams makes a couple layups. Three assists, good cash in the first quarter, good cash in the fourth quarter. I don't care. Desmond Bain, one and a half unit play, best bit of the day. Go get it done. If you, like I said, if you want to put four plus assists, plus 174. If you want to do six plus assists, I think it's plus 700. 
Go for it. Hopefully Desmond Bain is a man of the people and he treats us nicely tonight. Now let's move on to my favorite spread pick of the day. And I'm going to be taking the Wizards money line, minus 110 on DraftKings. Now I said spread pick, but technically this isn't a spread. It's a game pick, but ultimately they're both going to come down with the same odds. So we'll track them like that. Now this is an ultimate game that the Bulls lose as the Wizards will be taking on the Bulls. The Wizards are opening at home and you look at look back and you just say the bulls and their fans they're like we're back we took down the miami heat a team that had been giving us trouble over the past you know couple of years and then they drop a game to the wizards a team that you know doesn't have a lot of you know people aren't very high on the wizards but i kind of like their roster zach levine should remain out for the bulls today and ultimately i just don't think they have the offense to keep up with the wizards i mean you look at the game that the bulls beat the heat took out of bio and kyle lowry to go six for 22 from the field it was basically Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler having to carry that team. And DeMar DeRozan made some clutch shots, got it done. But I think the Wizards, a team that also beat, won the first game against the Pacers. It was not the greatest team on, um, in the world, but they beat them by seven. They were up by 18. They ended up choking a little bit of that lead, but still went by seven. And I think the Wizards have a good top eight of their rotation. It's not a lot of scrubs in here. They did some good acquisitions, getting in Will Barton, Monte Morris, and whatnot. And ultimately, I think the Wizards get it done. I think they beat the Bulls outright. I don't think it's going to be a popular play, but I like the Wizards on the money line today, minus 110. Now, let's finish this video off. Three player props, and let's dive into them. But first, I must ask you guys a question. This leads into our first player prop. In the first game of the season, technically we'll talk about Wednesday, who led the league in assist chances, potential assists? James Harden, Chris Paul, Trey Young, the great Halley, Tyrese Halliburton. And we're taking his over nine and a half assists. Now, as a side note, let me know what shirts you guys want me to get. The shirts are on sale on the website I use. So let me know in the comments. Austin, you should go buy this shirt. Uh, maybe you'll see it in a future video. But let's talk about Tyrese Halliburton. You can pivot to his double-double, which is plus 110 at DraftKings. But look, maybe Halliburton says, ah, I'm not I'm not shooting tonight. I just want assists. And look, it's minus 115 on Fanduel. We'll take that. Now, I'm not sure if Halliburton last year made it into the Calling Our Shot COS Hall of Fame, but he certainly deserved it because he was really good for us last year. And ever since being traded to Indiana, we took a lot of his props and he kept getting it done. Now, look, Halliburton, like I said, he did lead the league in assist chances in the first game of the season. He had 21 against the Wizards. And the only negative is we're going to rely on his teammates to knock down shots. And they only knocked down seven of them as he had seven assists total. But I think he bounces back here today because this is taken on a Spurs team that is in the Wembenyama sweepstakes. They're going for Victor. I respect it. But like they got blown out in their first game again by the Hornets. And ultimately, the Wizards are actually a pretty good defensive team at defending the three-point line. Spurs, I don't expect to be that. But similar to a guy like Desmond Bain that like we talked at the top of the show, this Pacers team doesn't have a lot of guys that are going to pass the ball. I mean, last year when Halle Burton played against this uh, Spurs team, you look, you get the over on three of the four games against them. But still, we look down at who's going to be dribbling, who's going to be out there passing the ball. Halle Burton, Buddy Heald, and TJ McConnell. Those are really the three guys that are passing. And Halle Burton's going to play 30, 36 minutes or so tonight. And the Spurs, like I talked about, they're tanking. They already showed that in the first game. They gave up 129 points to a Lamella Ballless Hornets team, and they gave up 26 assists to that team. Terry Rozier led the team in assist chances with 10, and he ended up with six assists. I think Halliburton should easily approach 20 tonight and with an over-under in the 230s. And Halliburton's a guy that wants to pass the ball. He's an unselfish guy. Last game, he took 18 shots. That's not that's abnormal for him. Very uncommon to see him go out there and shoot 18 times. I think Halliburton comes out here. He's a team-first guy that gets his teammates involved. And 10-plus assists, Halliburton can get that done pretty quickly if his teammates are knocking him down. Tyrus Halliburton, the great Halley, over 9.5 assists. Let's keep it rolling. We're going, we talked about on Wednesday our first best bet of the year. Paolo Bencaro over 
we're going to be riding with another rookie. And it was that this was actually the projected number one overall pick, Jabari Smith Jr. of the Rockets, over 14 and a half points, minus 115 on FanDuel. Now, the third overall pick, like I said, he was expected to be number one, but the third overall pick, Jabari Smith Jr., started off pretty good. He actually was in his hometown of Atlanta against the Hawks. With, he said in his post-game press conference with like 50-plus family members there. A little bit of nerves, he, he admitted to it. Went out and scored 17 points, hitting this over. But he did it very inefficiently as the man went 6 for 17, 3 for 11 from the three-point line. But you love him launching those threes because I think the big pro, we just want a guy to shoot the ball. When you're taking it over for points, I can live with it if the guy goes out there. Like Drew Holiday yesterday. I mean, I, I hate Drew. Drew always wrongs me. But I can live with it. He at least went out there and shot 15 times. And if we can get that out of Jabari Smith Jr. today, Fine taken. I can live with this over 14 and a half points. Now, he actually, fun fact, he didn't score until the eight minute mark in the second quarter. So his whole first shift, he did nothing. And if you saw his first basket as an NBA NBA player, yeah, well, you can see the Rockets have clearly given him the green light as he launched one from like four feet, four or five feet beyond the three point line with like 18 seconds left on the shot clock. So they clearly give him the green light and he's going to keep continuing shooting it. And like Smith, like them, they're going to be taking on to this, this Grizzlies team. And this Grizzlies team doesn't play a lot of defense. There's a reason this over-under is 230-something points. The Grizzlies don't have Jaron Jackson Jr. they got a bunch of nobodies, no offense, playing on this starting lineup that are probably going to be guarding guy like Jabari Smith Jr. And ultimately, we just saw Julius Randle go out there and score 24 points against this uh, this Grizzlies team. And look, uh, hey, you saw a lot of the Knicks get wide open looks and they just did not come down in that game. Jabari talked about how the Rockets switched their what they saw from the Hawks in the second half. They switched, they saw the coverages, they switched it to get Jabari some open looks. It's kind of how he got into a rhythm in the second half of their last game. The Grizzlies don't have the defensive bodies that the Hawks team did. They had Clint Capella, they have John Collins, both good defenders. This is also his first home game of his career. I think he wants to play pretty well. He did have a home game in the preseason, scoring 21 points in 24 minutes. Jabari should play close to 30, 33 minutes. It's what he played in game one of the season. Jabari Smith Jr., get it done. 15 points is what we need, over 14 and a half. Hopefully he gets it done. Maybe the rookies are going to treat us nice this year. Now, finally, we're going to wrap up the video. Our first basket score and my final player prop. We're going Bam out of bio. We're taking his over 16 and a half points. If I haven't made it clear, we're just putting one unit. I put it on the screen, but one in unit, one unit on everything except for the best bet. That's one and a half units. Now, Bam out of bio, you could take this at about 15 and a half for a little bit of juice, but I'll, I won't hear the end of the comments. So I'll take it at 16 and a half, lay, lay the minus 113, minus 111 or so. I'm fine with that. Now, game one of the year out of bio, put up a stanker. Scored 12 points on five of 15 shooting. And if you watch that game, a lot of people were on his overs that night. Missed the layup, missed dunks. He missed everything. He couldn't make anything. You saw him finally get a dunk in transition. Basically, it was crazy. He was like, thank the Lord, I finally made a shot. And he even talked about it in the post-game press conference. He was like, it's game inches. It's going to happen. And I think he bounces back here. Now, look, gathering close. Because if you're betting on Adebayo, we need one thing. And this, if, if Bam, if you're watching the video, shoot the ball. We're not asking for much. Just go out there and shoot the ball, and I think he's going to do that. If you could guarantee me Adebayo goes out and shoots 15 times tonight, I'd probably make this like a five-unit play. Because Adebayo, and then you'll be like, five-unit play on Adebayo? Well, yeah, look at the stats. Since the start of last season, he's attempted 15 or more field goal attempts in 20 games. Hit the over in 19 of those games. What was the one game, that first game, against this uh, the Chicago Bulls? Look, this is a game where theoretically we're not going to get lucky enough where Bam Adebayo attempts 15 field goal attempts. That's, we don't get that lucky with Mr. Bam, but could he attempt 12? I certainly think so. Bam set this over in 19 of his last 24 games with 12 or more field goal attempts. This isn't a guy shooting a lot of threes, although he was practicing those in the preseason, but it's going up against the Celtics team. 
without their elite rim protector in Robert Williams. And look, Al Horford's a good defender, but behind him, they don't really have a lot of good defenders behind him. Bam, hit this over in three of his last five against Boston. And two of the misses, he shot, what, eight and 11 times? Bam on a bio. Like I said, we just need him to go out there and shoot it. I think he will. I think he'll want to push back that weird, push aside that weird game. They obviously lost the Bulls. I think he's going to push it aside where he shot terribly. It's not really a lot of guys out there. Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero can't shoot every single shot. Kyle Lowry, who knows what's going on with him. I think we see Bam Adebayo pretty aggressive. Like, they're going to need him to be, especially with a couple guys down early in the season. I think he goes out there and gets us 16 and a half points. Bam Adebayo, final player prop of the day. And it's only right. First basket Friday. Going with Bam Adebayo. Plus 650 on FanDuel. Look, like I said, I expect the Heat to win this tip versus Boston Celtics against Al Horford. And I could see them going right to Bam right away. Now, he obviously could take a mid-range. We're not counting on him to knock that down. Or he could catch an alley-oop. Bam on bio can do it all. I think they're going to go to him pretty early. So, Bam, get us two quick points for the first basket. Then go get us another 14, 15 points to cash your over. I think Bam on bio has a pretty good day. Hopefully he scores the first basket. Plus 650. Sign me up. Only sprinkle on that, of course. Another additional prop I considered, Jalen Brunson over five and a half assists. You guys can go check out that. And like as always, make sure you do your research. And like always, there's have more videos for you guys to check out. NFL Week 7 Best Bets video. Pop up on the screen. Go check it out. Let's have another great day. Let me know what shirts you guys want me to buy so you can see in the future videos. Great Hallie, go get it done. This is Austin. I'm signing out. Peace.